What's up, everybody? Chris Dover here. I am the founder of Pollinate Trading. And at Pollinate, we are very focused on the market, specifically trading and systematic trading, as opposed to speculation on fundamentals, on value, or other um, methods. We use a systematic approach to the markets, a very quantitative approach to markets. Uh, I'm going to start doing a lot more uh, podcasts, videos uh, up on the YouTube channel. And um, in addition to the emails that I send out during the week, I want to let you know you can go to pollinatetrading.com, sign up for the email. It is free. I pump out a boatload of content on it every couple of days, sometimes daily, uh, sometimes weekly. But uh, you get those. And they are not just, they're not uh, timely. Uh, it, they're not so focused on, on timing. They're more of a the timeliness on how to approach markets. So go to pollinatetrading.com, sign up for the email. It's free. And you're going to learn a lot. If you have questions, you'll get some pretty good access. Of course, you can always hit reply to the emails and hit me there. Also, you can catch me, Chris D, as in Dover Macro, on the Twitters. And that's it uh, for the opening. Today, I'm going to talk, I'm going to go a little bit deeper on how to categorize market regimes, how to look at longer term, have a longer term investing uh, strategy, shorter term, and then, you know, a, a revenue generating strategy, and then, you know, maybe even drop it down into even shorter intraday strategy. So uh, I want to start out there, and if you follow me at all, you know I use a tool called the SQN, which is a system quality number. I use that in two ways. One, it's an indicator on the charts, uh, and what it does is it tells you the environment. It tells you the, uh, you know, what, how the markets are trading. I, and I break it up into uh, five different regimes, or even six. So it's either bullish, neutral, or bearish. And then I, then I add the volatile or quiet. So it's either bull volatile, bull, bull quiet, uh, neutral, volatile, neutral, neutral, quiet, and then bear volatile and bear quiet. And the thing about each one of those is they aren't the exact opposite. So bull volatile and bear volatile are not the exact opposite, but they, each one of them is different. Each one of them have different characteristics. And each one actually acts different in different uh different times, different asset classes. So for example, currencies don't have the same incentives that equity, equity stocks or equities do, stocks, shares, whatever. Um, because a business is incentivized to be profitable. It is incentivized for the price, the trading price of the ticker to go up. And so, whereas a currency is kind of penalized sometimes when it, the price of a currency goes up. And goes down. So trying to think of each asset class as you know, as a stock, um, that that uh, mental model doesn't work there. So, but back to SQN. So the system quality number, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about uh, how the code is written here a little bit, uh, and just tell you the you know the the formula. So. When we're talking about now, I also use SQN on my systems to score the systems, and I do that a little bit differently. Um, but basically, the algorithm is 
uh, 100 period moving average. And then uh, the difference between yesterday's close and today's close, right? And then um, the standard divided by the standard deviation. So the formula goes SQN equals the simple moving average times the square root of the period. So if we're looking at uh, daily, it's the square root of that, uh, divided by the standard deviation of that. So what all that does, now you know the code. Uh, if you're on TradingView, just search out Chris D Macro uh, or SQN on TradingView, and I've put up a couple of free indicators of it there. Uh, just go and add that to your add those to your chart. Okay, so um, I'm not going to get into the hows and whys of of that, but all it is is it's basically smoothing out the change of price percentage wise. So yesterday's change and today's change. Uh, so if yesterday we we closed up 0.5%, today we close up 0.7%, we're gonna average that. And the more that that number goes higher, so if we're at 0 0.7, 0 0.7, 0 0.8, 0 0.9, it starts to rise. And then of course, if that's rising, you're in a bull, and then the higher it change is, you're, you end up in a volatile or quiet, the, the higher it goes is volatile. So, um, why is all that interesting? Like, why, why is that useful? And what I like best about it personally is that it gives me the temperature. It tells me not so much, it's just a, a way to standardize the market. That I can say, okay, this is blue and that's my market regime. And then I go and I find different characteristics uh, and I dig in as a systems trader and, and identify repetitive um, characteristics of a certain market type. I've talked about the bull quiet market type a lot because we spend a lot of time in the bull quiet market regime uh, as I started talking about this. And bull quiet, one of the biggest characteristics that you know that you're in a bull quiet market is that all good news fails to dump the market uh, and it oftentimes reacts positively to good news. As well, good news, it reacts positively. So. Basically, you can say a bull quiet, just the price goes up, okay? It just, it's bull quiet market regime, it goes up. Now, currently on equities, U.S. equities, we are not quantitatively in a bull quiet market, but look, I've been doing this for 21 years. Um, I, I learned some stuff. Uh, I, you know, the price action is telling me unequivocally the way it's trading that we are in a bull quiet market. Now, if I'm purely systematic, I would not have been long the NASDAQ for uh, two months now, over two months now. Uh, at this, is, we're, you know, this is June 9th, 2020, 2020. And I would not have been long based on that. I would have, been, I would have taken two or three shorts and they would have been nice 1.2 R shorts according to the strategy. And that would have been probably a 75 to 100% win rate, but only a couple of trades, not bad. That's why I do system trading because I just want to go for the high opportunity uh, trades and then you know step away. But there are times when things actually work in my favor and I'm there at the right place, right time, and I can go ahead and step in and uh, put on a small trade. And so what happened there, and I've written about this a bunch recently, <laughs> not victory lapping, but but 
really trying to help people understand how you put on a low risk trade and then turn it into a very high return trade by adding to your position when you get new information. Now, uh, April 5th or so, I got information looking at the charts, reading price action, and just knowing what I know about markets that the market was bottoming and that it put in a bottom. Now, if we look back at the chart, you can see in March, it put in a bottom and it rallied high. I Look, there was a double bottom pattern there, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe. I don't know. There was also a failed vol breakout there, and I'm like, oh, that's just a little too too much risk. I'm not trying to catch a bottom there. I want better information. So as it moved a little bit higher, um, I got my first piece of information was the failed vol breakout and the failed breakout double bottom, complex double bottom price pattern uh, on the on the chart, on the daily. And I didn't take it because the risk reward was far too high. And it, like I, I would have needed multi-million dollar account just to apply the risk of one contract uh, at 1% risk. It was just the, the ranges were so high. It was just beyond normal. Um, but what I did is I ended up waiting for about a week or I don't know, maybe a little longer, but April 5th was when I, I got the next signal and we had a, like if ever there was a spot that the market was going to turn lower, that was the spot. And it would have turned lower and gone to non-existence had it took off from there and, and fell apart. So uh, the majority of traders, uh, you know, managers, people, they use that opportunity to exit the market if they hadn't already exited the market. Uh, and a lot of people did get short there. They got aggressively short. Um, a lot of people were just sitting in cash and just waiting for it. And that's fuel. And we'll talk about that. But as the mar as it failed the next day, so April 5th was the day that it failed. So maybe it was April 4th or say, I don't know what day it was. I don't have the chart in front of me. Um, I can certainly pull it up, but I'm not, uh, it failed to break down. And I was just like, this is the most perfect looking short I've ever seen in my life. And the market is just giving it the birds. It's just going the other direction uh, and just happily on a very bullish candle. So I'm, I just got long. I just stepped in and got long a small position in the NASDAQ futures. And I was like, okay, well, let's just see what it does. Because if ever it was going to short or if ever it was going to fall apart, it was that was yesterday and today should have followed through and it did completely the opposite. That's price action. That's telling me bulls might actually be looking to do this. Um, and so that's when I, I got long. And then for the next two months, I have been adding, uh, every time we had a, a beautiful sell setup that everybody in the world was screaming was the top and the next leg down and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I watched it filled and as it failed, I got long and I added and I added and I added, and I've been sitting on this trade for two months. Uh, and it's just continues to make me money. It's, it's a money printing machine. There's nothing, um, there's nothing special about me that I got this other than I went in at a low risk opportunity on a small position and then got the move heading in my direction. And then I just waited for opportunities. So it told me it was bull quiet. Now, all that was not the victory lap. All that is to say, that's why I use market regimes to help guide what I use. Now, I know that what works in bull volatile and bull quiet are two completely different types of things. An interesting characteristic of a bull volatile market 
and this this is like one of the most notable things. I there's no reason to be a, an extreme bear at the at a at a high level. You know, a lot of people will use RSI or valuations or all these other things. I use price as truth. So nothing else to me matters. You can you, you can read me the PMI. Uh, you can tell me you know what GDP spending is. You can do the um, uh, the S and P the Price Shiller Index on the S and P earnings. I you know um, you can give me a million different reasons of why something is overvalued, and I'll just point to the charts and say, and it keeps going higher. So you can scream and yell at the market for you know not paying attention to what some uh, you know, some strategy from the 1950s or the 1930s, uh, that worked really well and everybody still sticks to, you can point to that, or you can just look at the price and say, but it's going up, right? And if the price is going up, then that's truth. Regardless of what we want the market to do, that's truth. Now we can have thoughts and we can have feelings and we have, you know, we can attempt to predict what the market's going to do and that's fine. You know, find opportunities to do that. That's speculation, but you know, the way we do it here at Pollinate is we want to be on the side that has the most uh, opportunity, the most potential. So if there's a 50-50 chance that the market's going to go up or down, I want to figure out ways to make that 60-40, 70-30. And if I don't have that, then I, I just wait until I have better opportunity. So one of the key features of a major market top is when we are in a bull volatile regime. We don't ever get a major market top 2019 or 2020 market top, a 2018 meltdown top, a 2018 ball apocalypse top, a global financial crisis top. The one biggest characteristic there that is easiest to know or see and recognize is that we are in a bull volatile market regime on the daily chart. If you're not in a bull volatile market regime, then it's not a market top. It may be, uh, you know, it may bang around, it may go down, you may lose 10% or something like that, but you're not going to get catastrophic, you know, Fed intervention, um, Congress, you know, giving away trillions of, of dollars uh, to themselves and their friends and family. Um, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't happen unless we're in a, a bull volatile market regime. So, that isn't to say that when we have a bull volatile, you should expect, that's the other trap that a lot of people get into, is when they see bull volatile and they, they're, they're looking for any reason to be bearish anyway. Most people, if you're intelligent, then you're probably fairly bearish on the markets. It's hard to be optimistic and bullish if you're intelligent because you can look at a million reasons and a million reasons can tell you to be you know, bearish. But if you use price as truth, versus news or, you know, old school indicators that shoulda, coulda, woulda, um, you're just going to get monkey stomped. Uh, and that's why we use the, that's why we use systems. That's what systems trading is so useful. So, um, so that's one of the big characteristics. And I know that when I'm in a, a uh, bull volatile, I know the, the strategies that generate the most amount of returns. I know the trading strategies that I'm going to deploy. And it's going to be a mix of which setups I use, which assets I trade, because sometimes I just, there's just no good return for a certain asset. It doesn't work on every one of them. Uh, and uh, my percent risk per trade. When I get into a bull quiet, it's any excuse to be long. Just 
figure one out. There's a, it was a down day yesterday, get long. There's an up day yesterday, get long. The day ends with why, get long. Uh, I have money in my account, get long. Uh, oxygen is working, get long. Like it, there's no, <laughs> there's no short. There's no reason to short there uh, because your shorts are, you're going to make, you know, barely you're going to squeeze to that one R level profit uh, if you are lucky. Uh, and I, I call it lucky because they usually don't last all that long. Uh, and then, or you can just really be simple and the market will rally from there. So uh, then we have neutral. So the neutral regime is my favorite regime trading the failed ball breakout, especially on currencies, because I have the most amount of trade, the highest win rate, the SQN of the strategy, not of price, but of the strategy is astronomical. It is that, and we're heading in there right now, by the way, this is, this is happening right now as we speak in currencies, everything's moving into the sideways uh, neutral vol uh, uh, market regimes. And that just, there's so many opportunities, 20, 30, you know, trades per year in that um, is not unheard of per asset. I mean, you, this is where huge fortunes are made. That's why I'm really excited. Um, and then, then we have bear quiet and bear quiet is uh, the thing about bear markets when trading equities is the government doesn't like bear markets. So there's a, there's a player that, you know, it's a cheerleader in a bull market and it's an intervenist. They intervene, the governments intervene in bear markets. So this is when the Fed steps in and buys treasuries. This is when the Fed steps in and, and you know, does $7 trillion to each other or something like, you know, weird like that. Uh, that happens in both bear quiet and bear volatile, more likely in bear volatile. I do trade bear quiet. Now, when we get to bear volatile, I don't enjoy trading it because the win rate is the lowest. It's the only thing that works is uh, trading short term and holding it. And when I say it works, I don't mean, oh, I shorted and I made a bunch and I, I got out and I left. Yeah, cool. I know. Congrats. Um, but the majority of people hold on to their shorts far too long in a bear market. Um, you know, you see a 10% down day, multiple 10% down days, and it's just the most exciting thing in the world. Uh, but in there, in, invariably what happens is, as I mentioned, the government intervenes right at the point where you're the most profitable and, you know, success, you've had success, success, success. You're the most cocky. You're the most proud of yourself. You're the, the world's greatest trader. And that's when the Fed steps in in a big way and, you know, brings a 10, 15% rally up to your, where you're break even suddenly now where you were up, you know, 10, 20% maybe now you're barely at break even and the market's not stopping. You may think to yourself, Oh, it's time to add where this thing's going way lower. And, and all of a sudden you're at a new all time highs in two months. So, um, now don't get me wrong. I have shorted successfully, uh, a lot of times in my career and it's, you know, it's been very successful. Um, at times, but not nearly as successful as just playing the neutral regime, failed ball breakouts in neutral regime, or just being long in a bull quiet. And the thing about that is you can go and find a bull quiet market anywhere. You don't have to just stick to the S&P. You don't have to stick to gold or Bitcoin. You can trade anything you want. There are markets out there that are in 
bear volatile, they're in bull quiet, they're in bull volatile. Um, they're in any regime. You can go find an asset to trade. So the other, the other parallel I like to give on uh, why using SQN to, um, or not just SQN, but uh, quantifying a market regime and getting the characteristics of it, noting the characteristics of it. The, when you think about the, um, this is the analogy I like to give. For those of you that are aware of <laughs> weather patterns and certain parts of the world, let's use Canada as an example. Most people are pretty aware that Canada is a fairly cold place. And Canada in January is, it's, it's just miserable. There's no sun, hardly. Um, it's all snow and ice, and it's just, it, it just keeps going. It's, it's very hard. Um, unless you're really like dark, uh, dark, cold weather, a lot of snow. But what is useful about what I'm talking about here is if I said, hey, we're going to Canada, and I didn't tell you what month we were going in, you wouldn't know what tools to bring with you. You might think to yourself, well, it is Canada, so I'm gonna bring a jacket just in case. If it's really bad, I'll go buy the coat and do the whole thing. Um, but what, what happens if you're there in July? And it's sunny almost from, you know, almost 20 hours a day. Uh, it's warm, there's, it's very hot and humid and, and mosquitoes everywhere and uh, it's, it's kinda, you know, crazy. If, if all you knew the, was that you were going to Canada and you didn't have a calendar with you, then you would probably be in a, in a bit of world of hurt. But if you knew that it was January, you would know what tools to bring, what you could take with you and what you didn't really need. So what you would need obviously would be a coat, uh, gloves, a hat, boots, thick socks, you know, maybe even more stuff. Uh, but you definitely wouldn't need flip-flops. You definitely wouldn't need a swimsuit. Um, you wouldn't be bringing a tank top. T-shirts probably just fine to wear underneath all the big stuff. Um, conversely, if, you had a, if I told you we were going to Canada in July, then you would think to yourself, okay, I don't need the huge coat, maybe a jacket, maybe a sweatshirt or something like that. Um, shorts, totally. Flip-flops, yep. Tank top, absolutely. Uh, T-shirt, of course. Uh, maybe a pair of jeans, sure, why not? But it, what it's doing is it's telling you, hey, you don't need those other tools. Like you, don't need to, you don't need to be looking for shorts in a bull quiet. You just need, hey, it's, that's the middle of winter. You just need the middle of winter clothes. It's telling you exactly what it is. Um, anyway, that's, that's fairly, fairly similar there. Um, so that's why I use, that's why I use the market regime. And I think the last thing I want to talk about here is applying short term. Oh, the, the other thing we want to talk about was the, uh, long term, medium term and short term and like applying all those different, you know, mental models to the market. How do we trade it? So. Um, and, and you can get this information soon. I'm working on getting it out, uh, of what we do here at pollinate. We have a long-term macro ETF portfolio for equities ETFs, and it rotates in and out of countries, out of currencies and out of, um, commodities, just like any, you know, global macro type portfolio would do. It's just quantitative. So the asset class it's using is quantitative. It's quantitatively 
getting in and out of the, the different markets. And now, for example, we've been long QQQ, gold, TLH, and TLT. So uh, the gold ETF, the NASDAQ ETF, the one to 10 year short duration uh, treasuries, US treasuries, and the 10 to 20, so medium treasuries. It's been long, we've been long sent for almost a year now in that uh, portfolio, those, and we're still there. And recently we've gotten long in the last couple of months emerging markets and developed markets, uh, and then uh, energy and industrials. So we're pretty exposed long to the market, and that portfolio is up 20% on the year. When you're considering that I'm staring at the NASDAQ finally, the NASDAQ is today on its third day of new all-time highs, and it appears to have broken 10,000. Uh, I didn't really realize that. Um, Uh, pretty impressive move. And all the while, this has been what we call a bull quiet. That's, you know, I'm sitting here and according to my SQN, we're still in a sideways strategy. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty wild. So the main portfolio, it sits in these trades for two, three, four, five years. Uh, and then if it's a losing trade, it gets out at about a year. Now what's, you know, that yay, cool. Um, what you want to do is you want to sit in, in a, the strategy is a long-term trending strategy. That's why I choose equities that would benefit from the market saying, Hey, this is what's going to be happening in the next couple of years. The other reason that it's such a nice strategy is that you get paid dividends on top of it. Uh, you know, this strategy, <laughs> this strategy is like 10 to one. No, I'm sorry, 19 to 1 versus long only S&P from the year 1995 or 2000, somewhere around there, um, just trading this strategy. So it's about 20 times better than just sitting along the market. It takes about 15 minutes a month to implement. Uh, and like I said, we're up 20% on the year right now. Uh, the NASDAQ is, is barely uh, uh, up on the year. So... Uh, yeah, we're at 20% 20, 20 above high water mark at the beginning of the year, uh, all-time highs. Uh, it, that's just what it does. It's had about a 10% drawdown. So when you have something like that that you can put your money in and you don't have to take out until it's really necessary, like, hey, I want to buy a house, all cash. Um, probably not. Uh, you know, you can borrow against this portfolio too. You can use portfolio leverage or portfolio market, you can borrow against it uh, and give yourself a loan on your home. Um, you can do all sorts of things to keep yourself in this position and then use it for uh, other things. Now, that's, that's my long-term thing. Probably the strategy I'm most proud of. I think it's the best thing I've ever built. Uh, I love this thing. I don't know how we're gonna roll this out to the Pollinate crew. Um, You'll, you'll, you'll know about it when I do. <laughs> um, then, the, then we have the daily strategy. Now, I trade it daily. You can use this on weekly, daily, four hour, 12 hour, four hour, two hour, one hour, 30, uh, 20, 15, 10, five, one minute charts. It works the same. Um, and that's the vol breakout 
version two, which we're renaming, with a failed ball breakout uh, strategy. And that is dependent on market regime is which one I you know deploy. Uh, they work very well together. I am putting together that stuff as well. Uh, I'm going to release that strategy for free. I'm going to give it away because strategies, there's so many, like there's so many poor strategies out there that people think, uh, they have an edge and they, they trade them, uh, because I, I don't know why, but also a lot of people charge for their strategies that they want to, you know, that people, um, so they can buy the strategies. It, it's hard work. I mean, this is really hard work building this strategy. So me giving it away is kind of like, you know, why, why you do all that hard work and you give it away. It's like, well, you know, I want people, first of all, it's me investing in, in traders. If I can give my strategy to somebody and you guys can take it and make it your own and become successful, then, you know, later on, maybe you're like, oh yeah, you know what? I like, I like what this Chris guy's doing. What else is he doing? And, you know, maybe we work together somehow in the future. Um, more importantly, I've just seen so many traders, really good people, good friends, uh, who've blown up their accounts because they trade really poor strategies and they relate, you know, our friendship and our time hanging out because we met while they were, you know, getting involved in the market. Um, they, they just kind of don't want to talk to me because it reminds them of a time that when they were, uh, gambling and on tilt and, you know, blew up their account and they just don't ever want to see that again. And it's just, you know throw my money in the S&P and keep paying a manager 2% a year, um, 2 and 20 to manage my money. And, and, you know, it's not that hard. So that's why I give away. That's why I'm giving away. And that's why I give away my strategy uh, so that you guys can, you know, take it if you want. You don't have to use it. Um, you know, if you have your own strategy that's better, I say go for it. Um, if you have one that is worse, I say, Hey, it's free. Have a look. You know, if you're having problems and you're, you're, you're having some troubles with it, maybe you should, you know, sign up for the email list and, you know, pay attention to what we're doing here. Cause that's my whole goal is to keep people, um, if nothing else, keep people in the game long enough, um, so that they can, uh, you know, become successful eventually. Uh, and or keep them from losing money so they don't become, uh, so they don't lose. All right, guys, that's it. Um, please do like, subscribe uh, to the podcast here. Um, give me a five-star review. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Chris D, as in Dover Macro, Chris D Macro. You can uh, DM me or follow me or tweet at me there. Uh, go to pollinatetrading.com. Soon I will release the, uh, the full strategies there uh, on the site. As soon as I get it all done, it's a lot of work. Um, I'm a one-man shop here. Uh, I, I do have some help, but they're, uh, they're in the middle of um, the Thunderdome, like really doing some hard work on building systems and, and doing their trading and getting into their, uh, you know, growing their prop trading business. But uh, so bear with me. It's going to take me a while to get this stuff up and running, but I am doing what I can. Uh, sign up for the email at um, pollinatetrading.com. It's free. I pump out content and it's like, usually it's from questions I get during the day of people saying, hey, why do you do this? What would you do? Blah, 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 blah. And I just go, oh, okay, let's, they have questions about this. Let's do it. And I usually do that. I also uh, mentor a number of traders, so I get a lot of questions and a lot of content ideas there. So 
do. If you like this stuff, please share it with your friends. Get other people in here. If you're working with other traders that are having a tough time, or if you're having a great time and they're having a great time, I love having the good people in the community. It's not just about struggling traders. It's about creating this amazing community of awesome traders, helping each other, building our strategies uh, to become better and better, and then uh, becoming amazing humans as well. And that's all I have today, guys. I'm out.